Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing the book of Ruth, still in chapter 2, looking at verses 4 through 7 in the New Living Translation. Ruth is now working in Boaz's field, and she's um, a, a gleaner which is um, one of the commentary says is, is basically begging. But this is a, a, a right that God put in place to help widows and orphans and the poor was that they could uh, pick up the grain that's left during a harvest. But let's listen to God's word. Starting at verse 4, it reads, While she was there, Boaz arrived from Bethlehem and greeted the harvesters. The Lord be with you, he said. The Lord bless you, the harvesters replied. Then Boaz asked his foreman, Who is that young woman over there? Who does she belong to? The foreman replied, She is the young woman from Moab who came back with Naomi. She asked me this morning if she could gather grain behind the harvesters. She has been hard at work ever since, except for a few minutes rest in the shelter. Again, this is Ruth chapter 2, verses 4 through 7 in the New Living Translation, which titles this, Ruth Works in Boaz's Field. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that's Ruth chapter 2, verses 4 through 7 in the New Living Translation. In this section, Boaz is curious as to who is this woman who is working in his fields. So we don't know if she's beautiful, which I'm sure she is. Or what, you know, who is this? And who does she belong to? He's like, you know, va, 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 boom. <laughs> she probably was a, a very good looking uh, young widow. But let's get to the notes and let me stop digressing. Uh, Boaz himself appears and his, his decency is apparent by the way he addresses his own servants and towards this poor stranger. He didn't know who she was. He didn't go bombasting them as to why is she in our fields? Why? Because gleaning was uh, acceptable. So he didn't try to disrespect her or belittle her or anything else. It's like, who is she? Who does she belong to? Um, so that's what he asks. Who does she belong to? And his question may have been driven out of curiosity about the new woman working in the field, or it could be he felt an attraction to Ruth. And we'll find out later 
that it's probably a little bit of both, but more likely the tra attraction. Boaz's servant identifies Ruth first by her Moabite ethnicity. And then he tells Boaz, this is, she's um, one of your close kin, kin people. He, you know, she's Elimelech's uh, daughter-in-law. And, you know, Elimelech is his a close kin to Moab. And she came to uh, Bethlehem with Naomi from Moab. And remember, there is a, um, uh, there was hostility between Moab and Israel. So uh, maybe that's why Bo, um, the servant said it. I don't know. Just looking at the, the little history that I looked at to prepare for this. So let me go on and read what I have and stop trying to go off the top of my head. Um, Ruth asked to please let her glean and gather among the other harvesters. So she didn't want handouts. She was going to work for herself. She shows courtesy by asking permission to do something that should have been her legal rights. Because remember, the Levitical law said that um, gleaning was hers by rights. That, you know, you, they're supposed to leave enough for the orphans and widows and the poor. So by right, she could have gleaned and she could have quoted Leviticus 19, uh, 9 and 10. But of course, she's not uh, a Jewish person. She served uh, a fault, one, you know, one of the gods of Moab. So she probably didn't know that law. And that's another indication as to why she probably asked. But she was kindly and properly asked. She kindly and properly asked for the right to gather in his field. As the supervisor reported to Boaz, he told of Ruth's submissive attitude. She worked hard, taking only a short break, uh, emphasized, when that emphasized her work ethic and how, <laughs> I know I liked having my breaks when I worked. So we, breaks are important. So, and I'm thinking that I'll, Maybe it might have been Matthew Henry, because I read so I read read three different commentaries, and I'm thinking he's the one that said that there probably was a little shed or somewhere for uh, the workers to get out of the sun, and that's where she went, and she only went for a few minutes. Uh, he also said, and I shared this yesterday, high spirits can more easily starve uh, than stoop. But thank God that Ruth didn't have one of those snooty attitudes where, you know, I'll starve before I do this menial labor to support myself. And one of the other commentaries said that we are under inspection, just as Ruth was. At times when we don't know it, we are being watched by others to see how we will walk with God and what they see will make a difference. Let's pray. Father, as we uh, come before you today again, as we are studying your word, help us to understand what lessons you want us to learn from your word. God, we want and ask that you turn situations around in our favor, just as you're doing for Ruth and Naomi. God, we know that you're a prayer-hearing God. 
we know that you're not asleep, that you're not snoozing or taking a nap or anything else, but you are. You uh, do hear and you do listen. God, we thank you that you can break protocols. You can move mountains for our sake in the name of Jesus. And we see it so, so often in all parts of our lives. And because we serve a living God, our dreams and destiny are determined and uh, by divine fresh breath from God. And we receive it from you, Father. Just as we read your word, we're seeing that our dreams and destinies are in your hand. And we thank you. And from today on, Father, we give you glory. And let your glory shine forth in our lives. And God, as we read your word, please help your word to change our thoughts so that we are governed by things that are true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, that we are thinking on things that are the best and not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise and not things to curse. And that's from Philippians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9. And God, we thank you for the favor that comes with being your child. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.